listening to the Arcadis podcast series on advances in remediation. Today we are speaking with Craig Devine about new horizontal well applications for monitoring and remediation. Craig, could you start by introducing yourself? Hello, my name is Craig Devine. I'm a remediation hydrogeologist uh, based uh, out of Lenexa, Kansas. I've been with the company almost 25 years and most of that time uh, I've spent focused on in-situ remediation technologies, um, working for a wide range of clients, including U.S. Department of Defense, oil and gas, chem sector, metals and mining, uh, pretty much all the major sectors and have a, a great experience, a wide experience uh, in a variety of different remedial technologies. Thank you for joining us today. Now let's get into our discussion about horizontal wells. Can you please describe the HRX well and highlight what is unique about it? Sure. The HRX well is a new technology that leverages directionally drilled large diameter horizontal wells. And when I mean large diameter, these could be 8 inches, 12 inches, even 18 inches in diameter. And these horizontal wells are installed roughly parallel to groundwater flow within a plume. So they're along sort of the axis of flow. And uh, they have two screen sections, a screen section on the up gradient side and a screen section on the down gradient side and a case section in the center. And this, uh, this well acts as an engineered high permeability feature so that groundwater will naturally focus uh, and flow into this well on the up gradient screen and run down the axis of the well through the center case section and then naturally uh, and passively discharge back into the aquifer on the down gradient side. And then what we do is we place some sort of appropriate treatment media in the center case section. So as groundwater enters the well that's contaminated, it runs down through the center section uh, where you have a treatment media. It could be granular activated carbon or zero valent iron or some other media. And it gets treated as it interacts with that treatment media and gets cleaned and then, then discharges clean or treated back into the aquifer. So in a sense, this is like a permeable reactive barrier, but uh, it it uh, has some different components that make it advantageous compared to conventional trench-based PRBs. Can you describe this technology's sweet spot? Yeah, so this technology, of course, is a flux control technology. So it's, it's best applied in a scenario where you want to control groundwater discharge at a particular point. So this could be a property boundary or to protect a receptor, potential receptor. Uh, and it is, of course, designed to treat passively and over, the, over many decades. Uh, so it works well for settings where you want high confidence of this flux control and minimum long-term O&M and minimal energy usage. It's not directly a source remediation technology, uh, but it could be combined with other source remediation technologies. So you would apply it usually in a setting where you wanted long-term passive flux control or plume control. And it can be uh, particularly well-suited for sites where you've got above-ground infrastructure that may make access difficult or you don't want to uh, interrupt operations. Um, Directionally drilled wells can be applied very deep. So compared to, let's say, a trench-based PRB, much easier to apply these uh, in deep settings. Um, could also be easily applied in remote settings where you don't have power or um, easy access. Once they're installed, they uh, will continue to operate passively. 
And they also, uh, you know, while there's minimal O&M required, they are designed such that they can be serviced. The treatment media can readily be removed and replaced. Uh, we install them in the treatment media inside cartridges that slide inside the HRX well. And so through monitoring, um, those cartridges can be replaced and regenerated or, or, or removed uh, and, and uh, reinstalled uh, with fresh cartridges as needed. What types of contaminants can it address? This is, a, I think, a really exciting aspect of HRX wells in that it's contaminant independent in the sense that the HRX well is really a hydraulic solution. So it's a way groundwater can effectively be captured and run through a treatment process. Uh, and what then, what contaminants you treat uh, are is connected to what sorts of treatment media or processes are available. So, you know, fortunately, we have a lot of granular treatment media that are ready off the shelf for a wide variety of contaminants. So to date, we've uh, treated at a couple of sites uh, chlorinated solvents using either zero-valent iron or granuloactivated carbon. Um, we're also looking at a slow-released chemical oxidant product that can be used to uh, both treat contaminants flowing through the well and then also re release additional oxidant into the, into the formation uh, for persistent treatment. Um, we're also looking at other technologies for metals like apatite or zeolites. And in fact, we are even uh, got a project, uh, a research project with the U.S. Department of Defense to take a miniaturized sunolytic reactor to treat PFAS constituents in a destructive manner within an HRX well. So the, the, a wide range of contaminants could be theoretically treated with this. Uh, we usually would conduct some sort of treatability study prior to final design to develop an optimized uh, treatment media solution uh, for that contaminant. How does the vertebrae well system work and what makes it different from a conventional horizontal well? The vertebrae well system is a pretty slick uh, technology. It's basically a multi, a segmented multi-screen well that's installed in a narrow diameter horizontal boring. So uh, these borings could be, you know, 500, 1,000 feet long, and you could put up to 20 or 25 separately screened zones in this horizontal boring. And each screen segment has a separate riser to the surface. Uh, so the, the vertebrae is installed using conventional directionally drilled technology. Uh, a pilot bore is, is installed and then sort of a reaming process. And as part of that reaming process, the well string is pulled back into place and the well is prefabricated uh, offsite uh, and, and uh, basically just slides right into your, uh, your borehole based on your design plans. Uh, so it's it's unique in that uh, it provides separate um, isolated sampling or or even injection points within a uh, a, a single horizontal well. Um, the uh, orientation of these screens, of course, is horizontal versus vertical. So in many of our uh, depositional settings, we have zones of interest that that. Uh, dominate the hydraulic conductivity or permeability that are more laterally oriented than vertically oriented. They might be only a couple of feet thick, 
but laterally extensive. So those might be target zones that the vertebrae system could readily um, prioritize in the uh, screen placement. Um, because uh, the sort of the efficiency of the system, um, it starts to become more cost effective per screen than conventional vertical wells once you have more than about six or seven or eight horizontal screens, uh, the overall cost of the vertebrae well starts to uh, be very favorable and, and less than comparable vertical wells. So it, it provides an advantage from that standpoint too. If, if there's a lot of monitoring infrastructure that needs to be installed, um, then these can be much more cost effective in, in addition to being uh, providing some technical advantages compared to conventional vertical wells. And when would you consider the vertebrae system over a conventional vertical monitoring well? I think the vertebrae system uh, provides advantages when uh, you are targeting a specific lithologic zone that has lateral continuity and may be relatively thin, uh, meaning I would say less than five or six feet thick. Um, it has advantages, of course, in terms of being able to go under surface infrastructure. There's no problem to drill underneath roads or buildings uh, or other difficult to access zones. One of the neat things about this technology is there's a very high degree of control on the bit uh, within a few inches. At any, any given point in time, the exact location of the bit and the overall bore path is known within just a few inches, both vertically and horizontally. And there's a lot of degree, a lot of uh, control uh, to a high degree by the, by the drilling operator uh, to be able to make uh, course corrections and and maintain the actual bore path uh, with with the intended uh, bore path. So uh, it also is advantageous in in situations where there needs to be precise location both of the screens and also the extra uh, the exit point of the of the borehole. It also I think provides advantage uh, when you've got uh, a lot of uh, monitoring points that need to be installed particularly if they need to be installed in sort of a transect fashion. A uh, horizontal well can come across a plume and place a number of, of well screens across this transect, and that can be very useful for calculating plume strength and plume mass flux. We hope you've enjoyed this interview. You can find Craig's full article, co-authored with Jesse Wright, in our updated Advances in Remediation ebook. We also encourage you to listen to the other episodes in our Advances in Remediation podcast series available on the Arcadis North America SoundCloud station.